Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. January 31st, welcome back to Edgework. I'm Zach Phillips, joined here today to close out the final week, the final show before the All-Star Weekend. I'm Zach Phillips, joined by Alex Moretto and Matt Albert. So we'll close this one out here today, going through the games, the three NHL games on the schedule. Then we'll get into some predictions for the awards, the wildcard teams, the division winners, the Stanley Cup winner as well. We'll finish off today's show with that. And then as well, if you have questions about futures or any of the games or futures markets, Make sure to ask them in the chat there because we will try to answer those throughout the course of the show here today as well. Before we can get into any of that, before we can recap yesterday's show too, I got to remind you that today's show, as always, is sponsored by BetStamp. The easiest way to improve as a sports better is by using multiple sports books and always getting the best odds. And we recommend using an odds comparison tool like BetStamp to help you do so. BetStamp compares odds across every sports book, whether it's for games, futures, or player props so that you can save time and money by checking BetSamp before you bet. Make sure to download the app today. It is available on iOS, Android, as well as on the web. And if you are looking to sign up for a new sportsbook account, betstamp.app slash edgework. That's betstamp.app slash edgework. You can find the link to that in the description of the show or just go over to your search bar. Type that in while the show is going on. On a separate tab, don't leave the screen here, but on a separate tab, betstamp.app slash edgework we do appreciate all the support and uh everyone who continues to like subscribe help the show that way and if you are signing up for sports books we do appreciate that as well but boys 2-0 yesterday brings our season record to 217 214 and 5 that's a 6.8 percent roi on the year we're up 29 units this season so far and if you're going to look at just the month of january alone Eight units we are currently up, 61, 65, and 2 here right now, 6.6% ROI in the month of January. It's been a strong month for us here. Uh, let's close it out here today with three games ahead, but what do you make of yesterday? Moretto, we get the under, uh, we get the win and the under in the Columbus-St. Louis game, under 6.5, plus 105 there, and then Matt Russell all the way from Mexico, hammered on the beach somewhere, firing off san jose plus 211 gets that one home with a two nothing win over the kraken pretty good day for the show pretty good day for the show there yesterday yeah um pretty good day for the show pretty horrible day for anyone who likes watching hockey um two games three <laughs> goals about as bad as it gets i did not watch any of it uh i did check in on that columbus game pretty regularly the score wise obviously because i had the under and man it was like end of the first period i'm like oh there's been like nine total shots and they're like looking towards the end of the second i'm like oh there's been like 17 shots or something like that I'm like this this seems like a horrible game uh glad i bet the under and glad i'm not watching it so yeah um sharks game looks like uh mackenzie blackwood stood on his head so nice to see you're gonna need that to get a you know plus 200 something dog home um matt albert just yeah. firing just firing from uh from the bathroom with that montezuma's revenge because he drank that 
that Mexican water too bad, but what are you going to do? <laughs> Not Russell, Russell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. But yeah, it's two plus 211. That was like the least shocking thing that you could have seen yesterday was the San Jose Sharks money line coming in uh, at plus 200 or higher from Russell there. So appreciate that because it does get get us home does get us another win there uh now three and oh so far this week i think we had the one pick on monday night the draw big plus money there win that one two plus money bets yesterday plus 211 money line plus 105 on the under win both of those three games ahead of us tonight no pressure boys but also all the pressure uh albert how are you feeling heading into the final day of january ahead of the all-star break is this like a good refresher for you here we've talked all season about digging out of holes is this this is your opportunity you get a couple days off come back strong after the break yeah honestly it's been a good couple of months let's just clarify that really quick it was about two months of run bad not four months of run bad uh month well of january, i mean albert you started the season with like mike babcock oh, was, coach of the year so yeah i mean that i i do have that um yeah no <laughs> it was it was a pretty abysmal start but uh no had had a very good month of january got you to bring up babcock um yeah no we we've rebounded a little bit so it, it is definitely going better and uh no definitely some awful hockey last night i saw about six minutes of those two games combined i think and couldn't take any more of it so went and watched some trashy tv instead and Feel like i made a very good decision um yeah no definitely kind of look forward to a few days off here going into the break yeah nice that's what i watched the movie last night came out saw the under was uh going to clear for us fairly easily in the columbus or it cleared for us fairly easily in the columbus st louis game and looked like we might be getting a win out of the sharks there kind of, kind of despite uh maybe the idea of a late blown lead but they hold on so Good night for us all, all around yesterday. Let's get into the three games for tonight again. If you do have questions in the chat, you haven't liked the stream yet, you haven't subscribed to the channel, send your questions, like the stream, subscribe to the channel. We're trying to get to 5,000 subscribers now. Two was great. I was thinking 2,500. That's just not enough. Let's just go to 5K. Let's just jump, make the jump. 5,000 subscribers next. So if you're watching right now and you haven't already, subscribe to the channel. We do appreciate the support. Uh, but uh, also like the stream here today. Let's get those numbers up. Let's start first and foremost with the Sens Red Wings game here tonight. Uh, currently looking at Ottawa plus 115, the Red Wings minus 120. Moretto, what are your thoughts on where this uh, where this game is at from a side perspective and seeing a total of seven right now? Yeah, I mean, the total, I kind of understand uh, why it is where it is, just at the rate the Red Wings are scoring despite not generating anything and the rate in which Ottawa is scoring and allowing goals while we're playing like super high event games. Um, but I don't really have any interest getting involved here in the total. Um, sidewise, I mean, this is just like, I've been dying to, I know Albert is like, a, I hate the um, sends right now and the market, you know, likes the sends. He can't quite understand why. And I get that. That's fair. But I can't understand um where the market is on the red wings because this is a team i'm dying to fade and i am doing so tonight with a bet on the sends um i bet i'm at like plus 112 uh, on penny um yeah plus 109 is fine uh probably like would try and grab as close as you can to 110 um but if you have to go down to about 105 that would probably be like the end of the range there um but like honestly you look at this wings team 
month of January, 30% expected goal share, uh, just a hundredth of a decimal point out of last place uh, ahead of the Habs there. That's 0.001%. This team has been cheeks. Um, they absolutely suck right now. Generating just 1.84 expected goals per 60. Miserable offensively at five on five. Saved by a pretty high PDO. Um, eighth most goals uh, expected goals again. Second fewest expected goals for. Go back to the start of December. Third fewest expected goals for. Sixth most expected goals against. Start of the season. Fourth fewest expected goals for. Tenth most expected goals against. They're not really playing good at either end of the ice. And it is really uh, snowballing over this last, you know, uh, four to six weeks. I think this team is bad. I want to sell on this team big time. Um, and this is, I feel like a decent spot where like, I haven't quite understood the market rating either on the Sens for a while, but we're getting to a point now where it's starting to make a bit more sense. Uh, I think they're at least starting to warrant a bit more respect. Um, they're playing better hockey, 10th and expected goal share over the last two months, even better over a small sample of late. And I don't think that's really random variance either. The fact that Shabbat is back, Pinto's back, Norris is back. Um, obviously, they're getting the horses back, and it makes sense they're playing better hockey. And, yeah, up against the Wings team, I'm dying to fade here. This is uh, going to send us into the break, hopefully, with a Sens win. All right, first bet of the day here, first game of the day, Sens money line. Uh, you can find that number plus money kind of pretty widely available out there. Make sure to shop around and get the best price available. We're going to grab that one at plus 109. There are plus 115s out there as well, plus 110s. So if you do have that opportunity, if you do have those books, make sure to shop around. But in terms of what is widely available for people, plus 109 uh, for the sentence here tonight, that is the first one we lock in. Albert, uh, where do you come in on this game? Do you have any thoughts or are there any bets that you're looking at? Yeah, so I didn't bet anything here. Um, yesterday, I kind of was saying, like, oh, I can't wait to bet Detroit here. Just fade Ottawa yet again. I actually just looked. I bet against Ottawa eight times in January. Um, the issue I have with Ottawa is, yes, they're playing better hockey. You, you never have an edge in net, and they just can't get a save from anybody. And, look, I'm sure that may rebound a little bit, but the fact of the matter is you're going to have a goaltending disadvantage every single night. Corpusalo has been a trash can. Sogard hasn't been much better. Like, it's just, it's tough for me to get there. I think the market is starting to adjust. I completely agree with that on Ottawa. Um, for me, it would be Detroit or nothing here personally, but I, I did not play it and I'm not going to. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, Moretto, does that make you feel better knowing Albert would be Detroit or nothing? <laughs> Sorry, um, I, I had say, to I take the job. <laughs> Sorry. I don't sorry. know. He's been on a heater, apparently, a self-proclaimed heater the last two months. So I don't know anymore. I don't know what to believe. I was coming say, out one, of the, one of these shows can come on here and just like the most ridiculous stats from the first two months of the season that'll just make you guys laugh the entire time. So can talk about the coming time out I had like a negative 45% ROI at one point. <laughs> Come out of the All Star break. I'll we'll we'll turn it around and uh, I'll stop putting the the boots to you like this. You know, positive vibes okay. to close out the season into the playoffs. Yeah, That's we, the only we, way. We can't give Joey Pucks any credit here, but uh, yeah, I mean, we've been on a little bit of a mini heater on the show. I think since that happened. So. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, let's move on here. We got two more games for tonight. Uh, next up, the LA Kings. Today's Wednesday. It throws everything off. Not it's not Kings Tuesdays or for Russell or Kings Thursdays that money uh, so money has taken over, but Kings on a Wednesday, 
and Moretto's Predators here tonight. Uh, go head to head Nashville plus 102 the best price available there are some plus money out there as well kind of looks like it's sneaking into some of the minus 103s minus 105s across some different books uh, and then they're hosting the LA Kings and LA coming into this minus 109 we see a total right now of six Albert what are your thoughts on this game where it's priced at and especially considering the way LA's played over the last stretch and now on the road here to head into the all-star break yeah, I think the market's pretty well adjusted to that with this number. Um, been fading LA for a little bit. They've been playing like garbage. Like I even mentioned on last week's show, like they were playing, I think it was Buffalo, and they just were still laying like minus 200 or something. Um, I think the market's kind of caught up to how they're playing right now. I think if anything, it would still be Nashville or nothing, but I I am laying off it here. Moretto, are you going to get involved in uh, your Preds tonight? My Preds? I am not. Um... I want to, but honestly, the King, this Kings team is not playing bad hockey. They're getting more so just getting bad results. Um, they're like, yeah, it's hard. You can't. Bet, it's hard to justify betting on the Kings right now. That's for sure. Um, but like, I think the number is kind of taking that into account. I don't think you're going to see this price at all two weeks ago. So, yeah, uh, I think the price is kind of where it should be. I don't really have any interest in getting involved. I was leaning towards the under a little bit, but the under is. A, taking some money, and B, was kind of like priced decently to begin with, so just nothing that I really care to bet in this game. All right, well, nothing for uh, Nashville, LA. We have one more game for tonight before we get into our predictions. And uh, what a heater of a game this is. The San Jose Sharks and the Anaheim Ducks just sending us into All-Star break with a nice farewell. Uh, the Ducks minus 175, San Jose plus 160, and a total of six here tonight. Um, Moretto, what do you make of this game, the the price on the sides, and where the total currently sits at? So I am glad that uh, that we got to cord last night because I was talking about wanting to play an over in the Seattle-San Jose game if maybe we got like a groove hour or something. And thankfully we got to cord, but like if I ended up on that over, I would have been really pissed off because... 5.73 expected goals in that game last night. It was not a dull, dry, 2-0 game. This was um, Blackwood 3.74 goal saved above expected last night in this in that game alone, and Decord 1.55. So this is a pretty like high-event game, all things considered. Um, and this, this is just the way the Sharks have been playing. Like I talked about kind of wanting to be on the over last night. I didn't end up getting there. I'm going to go and get on the over tonight, though, because um, this is just... Again, I just I think that these sharks totals need to be uh, closer to six and a half now, or at least heavily juiced to the over at six. I don't think that these, yeah, I don't think these totals should be where they are, considering the way they're playing. And honestly, the Ducks have been a train wreck on defense. They can score goals. Um, San Jose can't stop anyone right now, anyways. Both these teams just bottom five and expected goals against over the last two months. Uh, I think that we should see plenty of chances and. Yeah, um, I've come kind of a, a long way and I've had to adjust a decent amount and adjust pretty quickly because these two teams played like a little over two weeks ago and I was on the under um, and it was 0-0 with like five minutes left in the second and it ended up with eight goals in that game. And I think that you look at the numbers in that game, I kind of got what I deserved. And I think that, uh, yeah, I've, I've definitely had to adjust it on the fly here. And um, I think that the Sharks are just a dead nut over team right now. And last night's result doesn't uh, doesn't take away from that, despite what it looks like. So over six for me here. Over six minus 106. We'll lock that in. That's our uh, first play of this game. 
potentially final play of the day here. Matt, what are your thoughts on uh, uh, on the price that we're seeing right now in this total? I think you kind of nailed it with the thoughts on the total. Um, neither of these teams can defend anyone at all, and they're both scoring at a decent clip. Um, as far as the side goes, I don't know what's uglier. Lang, what is it? Minus 180 with Anaheim or taking San Jose back to back at plus 150. Yeah. Like, I don't know which yeah. one of those sounds. Yeah. Like it's, it, right? it's a good, that's a good point. Um, I, I wouldn't bet the money line with like your money. Actually, I would, but um, yeah, I, I have no interest in getting involved here. Um, I won't watch it. I'm going to pretend it doesn't exist. I hope for your sake, the over gets home because I'm actually nice and root for you. Um, but yeah, no, that's it for me. I'm, I'm going off into the break with no place today. I, um, I root for you. Yeah. I just also root for you to not be on the same side as me sometimes. That's all. <laughs> yeah. You know, in October, November, I don't blame you one bit. It was, uh... <laughs> all right. Well, we got two picks for tonight. Uh, to quickly recap where we're at here uh, in terms of our best bets, you can find those over in the Bet Sam app in the Find Better section. That's Edgework HQ. But two bets for tonight's games. First, we got the Sens money line plus 109 there. And then the Sharks, Ducks, over six, minus 106. Full units in both games, but those are our two bets. We'll kind of recap these at the very end of the show as well, but let's get into the predictions portion uh, of today. And if anybody has any questions about futures or numbers that are out there, please feel free to send those as well. This will just be more of a generic NHL overview preview of what we have for some of the awards and how we see some of the conferences and divisions playing out and then our stanley cup predictions as well so we'll get through all of those but if you do have questions send those over so let's first and foremost start with the awards this is the best way to do it we talked about it yesterday i told you that i went into the crystal ball i went ahead and looked looked and to see at the awards night who won some of the awards and i came back and found out it was connor mcdavid um I've looked again. I think I was seeing things incorrectly because I have predicted here that Nathan McKinnon will win the Hart Trophy. I think we all kind of saw the same path if McDavid was going to win it of how it would have to happen. You know, you're going to have to get the Oilers to win the Pacific there. You're going to have to see a little bit of a drop off in McKinnon's play. You're going to have to see it in the Avs play, that kind of stuff. I, there is a path for it, but I don't think it happens. I have Nathan McKinnon winning the Hart Trophy. Moretto. Are you uh, following in line here as well with McKinnon Hart Trophy? I am. I am. I'm sorry your crystal ball wasn't working, but uh, this is this is it's kind McKinnon of fuzzy here. sometimes. We're working out the kinks, man. Yeah, first day right. it happens. Pizzola got us the cheap crystal ball, not the <laughs> high end one. Shocker. <laughs> yeah, I saw like M C some A's in there. Uh, there's just a lowercase letter there's a couple capital letters yeah it's it, it, the whole it, it was, got confusing you <laughs> saw a yeah, seven on the number like oh no it's yeah not. yeah seven what the hell are you yeah, talking about just, just ignore <laughs> me it's been a long time. um are no, you gonna, you got mckinnon I'm here McKinnon. as well yeah McKinnon. okay I, I don't know where that came from um yeah it's McKinnon. all right uh mckinnon hart let's go to the art ross most points in the nhl this year who do you have uh, taken home the most points this season, Albert? McKinnon. Yeah. Just keep it nice <laughs> yeah. and simple right there. I, I think, I mean, McKinnon. Our heart yeah, trophy winner, Nathan McKinnon. Yeah, that's kind of what I got here as well, uh, going into the same position. Now, the Norris, I think we've got some different, uh, different answers across the Norris. 
Murata, we'll start with you. Who is winning the best defenseman in the NHL? Which I guess is what it's called at this point, but it's not. We we all know it's mostly the uh, the most points for a defenseman. But who's winning the Norris this season? Yeah, I hope so. Money's uh, watching right now because I'm going to go with Quinn Hughes. I think um, I do see a path. I, we talked about it yesterday. I do see a path to McCarr getting this award, but um, ultimately, I think. Uh, I think this is it's Hughes's to lose and it's going to have to be something special for McCarr, just given the fact that we obviously both think McKinnon's going to win the heart takes away from him a little bit. The fact that McCarr's won it before um, this definitely feels like Hughes's year. Albert. Yeah. As much as I would love to see Evan Bouchard come up here and uh, catch that preseason 60 to one, I, it's quick news for me. Okay. I have Kale McCarr winning this. Um, I think what that Avs t- team is going to do down the stretch is going to be terrifying. Uh, it, I, I, I could kind of see them, like they're already in first place in their division. I don't see them losing that. I don't see them falling out of that spot. I only think that they will get better to close this out, and I think that comes on the back of Nathan McKinnon, who's having an incredible season already and doing what he's doing. And Kale McCarr just continuing to be the stud that he is. I know you're saying he has to do something pretty special, but like 58 points in 44 games for him, a defenseman there. He's on pace for 102 right now. I wouldn't even be surprised if there goes to be a stretch where he puts up even more points over that, where it bumps the projection up. It bumps up what he could do to close out this year. And oh, by the way, if we want to just throw in accomplishments of what he's done this season, he was the second fastest defenseman in NHL history to record 300 points. And he did it in one less game than Bobby Orr. Then Bobby Orr, and he did it in one less game. Like when you look at that number, you see one less game. Like it's, yeah, like, yeah, he's not bad. He's not bad in the history of hockey. And it's just like when you see that, you see some of these guys and it's like, oh, Ovechkin gets X number of goals in his career third fastest and then you look at like hull gretzky bossy whoever's going to be ahead of him in said category or said games and then it's like he's 45 games or 60 games behind those guys in the pace that he did it and then to see a defenseman in the modern day nhl be like one game behind bobby Orr to hit the 300 mark uh, i i think that's insane i think it's just something to add into what he's done this season and I don't know. It's not to take away from what Quinn Hughes has done, but the start to the year that he had has not felt as loud over the last little while compared to the beginning. Whereas Kale McCarr has kind of just been like, oh yeah, hey, I'm still Kale McCarr. I, 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 I needed to give the pitch because you guys both went with Hughes and I understand why. I don't blame you. It's not like that's an outrageous pick by any means, but also at least so that when we come back from the All-Star break, so money doesn't shun me. So I needed to give some justification. Uh, all right, next up, let's go with uh, our Vesna picks here. Uh, Albert, we'll start with you. Who do you have winning the Vesna this season? Yeah, we'll kind of keep it boring with all the favorites here. Uh, I'm going Connor Hellebuck. I think, like, right now he's top of goals saved both expected. Like, I expect the Jets to kind of stay up there. I mean, to me, it's kind of a two-guy race at this point, um, but I, I think it's going to go to Hellebuck. Moretto? Um, um, yeah, I got a... I got Thatcher Demko winning this. I kind of think the Jets are going to tail off a little bit. Um, I think their plays already kind of started, and, and Hellebuck's kind of the reason why they haven't, because he has been bailing them out. But 
Demko's doing the same thing on, uh, just in my opinion, a better team. And yeah, I see Markstrom. I, I had Markstrom leading the league in GSAX. It looks like, and then hell about second Demko third. Um, I think that, I think that I just, I just see this Jets team dropping off a little bit and Hellebuck has been prone to, not that Demko hasn't, but he's been prone to leg rougher stretches sort of, uh, and they ride him a decent amount. I think that, um, I have to look, you gotta, you can't, I don't want to go chalk everywhere. This is, this is where I'm picking my spot to, uh, to go elsewhere. This is the Canucks, uh, Canucks sweeping these awards a little bit here as we'll uh, get into the next one too. I think that uh, we're going to see a lot of Vancouver on the podium, which is, which is good considering they're not going to win the cup. <laughs> Tagger at the end. Damn. <laughs> I didn't get that one ready. At least I uh, was going to throw a dagger at him today. Um, but yeah, Demko for me is the other guy. If it's not Hellebuck, it's Demko for sure. Yeah, I, I have Demko as well. I have Demko as well. Uh, I got Demko to close this one out. Uh, I don't have anything to add to what Moretto said there. Um, this one I have a harder time with as well. I have the same one as Albert here. Uh, but so Moretto, I'll go to you first. Who do you have winning the Selkie? Yeah, it's the most... Uh, this is the, honestly, like, if you're looking at all these awards and, like... Some of them, there's a lot of them that are like kind of, you can see a couple of guys winning it, whatever. I think this is the one, and this is the one where you're maybe not getting, uh, you're getting maybe the best price on the favorite right now um, is, is Barkov. I think that this, like, yeah. he remains the best defensive player in the NHL, just the most, one of the most underrated players in the NHL. Um, what he does night in and night out is just insane. And I think he should be a much bigger favorite right now than he is, to be honest. So, yeah, uh, this is probably, you're looking at kind of chalk pretty much everywhere else with, you know, uh, Calder, um, Hart, Norris, yeah. uh, even the Vesna. So like, I mean, getting, you know, Barkov kind of where you can get them in different spots. I think that, uh, maybe, maybe the best favorite bet right now in these uh, awards markets. And what price are you seeing on him right now? Uh, I'm just looking at it right now and I see a plus one fifty, plus one fifty right. three six five. Well, uh, I, I, I'm going to ruin it. That's who I, I had the same as Albert. That's who I had. So we're going to sweep the board there with, uh, yeah. with, uh, uh, Barkov. I don't know, Albert, if you had anything to add, uh, from a breakdown standpoint there. Not really anything to add to a breakdown, but can we keep calling him underrated when every yeah, person <laughs> calls him the most underrated player in the league? Are you still underrated? Yeah. Yeah, but he is I, like a, a a bona fide superstar in this league, and I I, I think oh, he's yeah. underrated in the sense where people don't consider him a superstar. I think they consider him a very good hockey player, but I think he is like legitimately a superstar. That's fair. You, yeah, just okay, anytime let me you ask see you. who's the most underrated player in the league, I feel like seventy five percent of the time it's Barkov. Yeah, yeah, and it's also been that for like eight years now, yeah, where it's enough. like every year like. Sparkov, but like he kind of still is where it's just like yeah. maybe he just doesn't get the respect nationally or from media or fans or whatever um Lord i'll on. ask you is this this might be an insane question if it is fair enough in the same kind of idea and i'm not talking about entire body of work i'm talking about who they are right now and even maybe into a, a last season a little bit is Sidney crosby underrated right now Crosby's incredible. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how he's uh, rated like right now. Like he's still in, like, I mean, he's still incredible right now. Um, there are not a lot. The list of guys I would take on my team over Crosby is not a long one. Let's put it that way. Um, 
I don't yeah. know if he's underrated because I don't know how he's viewed necessarily by like people. Around. I would think that he's still viewed as an as a very, very, very great hockey player. Um, if he's not, then that's uh, people are making a mistake. But I would imagine yeah. he's he's still regarded as that. I don't think he's done anything to not warrant that still. I mean, I'm more just, I, I guess I think from the idea of like the lack of noise surrounding him right now, where it's like point per game again, he had 93 points last year, 84 points the year before that. Like you're looking at a guy who's 36 years old and it looks like he's just not really missing a step at all. And we're just kind of, it just feels more like it's just not recognized as much as maybe you'd think it might be for a guy who's like one of the greatest players of all time kind of thing where I'm just looking at him still putting up these numbers at 36 being like, I don't know. It's just maybe, maybe to me, it's just not getting enough recognition is what it is. I don't know. So yeah. I went to pull this up really quick. Cause I remember, um, I think it was right before the season, uh, some site came out with like a top hundred players rank list and they had Sidney Crosby 23rd behind guys like Tim Stutzla, Brady Kachuk, Victor Hedman, Kirill Kaprizov, Elias Patterson. I would take him above any of them. Any and all. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I I like I think if I was to do this out, like just totally offhand, I think I'd have him probably in the eight to fourteen range, somewhere like that. Um in terms of players well, yeah, you're... forward. Players, players players okay yeah then yeah yeah that's, somewhere that's around there. there um yeah but yeah i i remember seeing this and thinking 23rd like how do you say he's behind tim stutzla like yeah i don't get that one at all like i don't know I, yeah I, I, that's he's, pretty he's brutal <laughs> but i also I wanna, have some anti stutzla yeah bias, i don't want to so. pile on but i can't stand stutzla and i i, I think yeah. he's uh, i think he's a loser yeah uh all right talk player. let's get <laughs> yeah. i mean we i i, I did miss one name there that uh, was ahead of Sidney crosby and uh that player happens to wear number 16 for the toronto maple leafs yeah well darren dreger wrote the list that you were reading so don't worry about that <laughs> kyle did this did uh, all right let's go to paul marner <laughs> yeah editorial note uh yeah. all right Let's go to the Jack Adams. Uh, Albert, we'll start with you. Who do you have winning the coach of the year? Canucks, Rick Tockett. I think he's yeah. kind of a run, should be like more of a runaway favorite at this point than he is. I think the only path that Bonus has, and I'm actually on Bonus um, from the preseason, is if they were to win the division and the Canucks kind of falter and come out of that spot. But at this point, like I think it's too far gone to ask for the Canucks to fall that far. Um, it's, it's Tockett. Uh, Moretto, go ahead. Yeah, it's, it is, it is definitely risk to lose. Something pretty drastic would have to happen. They'd have to have like a pretty significant, uh, regression over the second half or not even second half, second, like whatever, 30 something ish games left, um, in order for him to not win this. I have, uh, I have talked it as well. I think that the only person that was like creeping up in my mind, it like bonus was there, but I, f I feel like I'm predicting the fall off of winnipeg anyways where it's not like they're gonna fall off a cliff but more just like there's going to be some slowdown in their level of play the one that i was looking at was uh torts yeah. and like that flyers team makes the playoffs i don't think that they will necessarily but like 
I don't feel as certain that they won't make the playoffs as I maybe do that the Jets will regress. If like so, I had kind of torts up there. But that being said, it goes to your point, your guys' point, even with what we talked about yesterday with McDavid, where it's like, yeah, that's great. The Flyers can make the playoffs, but like you also need the Canucks to just like that. You basically need them to 18 wheeler off a cliff at this point uh, to get into that situation. Uh, I see Bromberg here, Mike Bromberg in the chat, and Jordan Mosel bringing up Chuck. Chris Nabla. Chuck Nabla. Chris Nabla. He's now on the Chuck. Yeah. Uh, that's the guy who got the yips thrown to first base, right? Is that that's who Nabla is? Yeah, or is he yeah. the one who yeah. missed the ball? Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, Nabla in Edmonton, you think he's a candidate for coach of the year here? Could he sneak in and win it? Yeah, I mean, you kind of mentioned like for McDavid to get the heart, the Oilers kind of need to go on that run. I think that's Nabla to win the Jack Adams, is they'd have to win the division. Um, I think he is pretty live, especially kind of with this run they've gone on especially if they kind of end up setting this record. Like, I think if there's a long shot, I mean, now he's not even really a long shot. I think he's down around like the eight to one-ish range. Um, but I, I, he's the one I'd be more worried about, frankly, than bonus at this point. Um, I think especially with how bad they started early and kind of when he took over, like he was the one that would worry me more than bonus. I don't know. Just um, I think it would be, uh, <laughs> I think it would be a little, kind of garbage if he did win it um they're edmonton all that changed really like they were playing fantastic they were playing great they've been playing great since the first game of the season all that changed was the fact that they are now getting saves i don't think the coaching necessarily put them on the right path it was the fact that skinner started playing like uh a pretty elite goaltender that started to put them on the right path because their play was always there so i can see why yeah i can see why nabla would get a lot of attention and probably get a lot of votes if they did end up winning the division um all due respect to so many i do hope that they win the division because um i obviously we took those you know futures uh, on the show a while ago that you know eight uh eight to ones on the oilers i don't think they ultimately catch vancouver though. i think vancouver the pace that they they're playing on and the way they've been able to like it's in, if you look at January, the Oilers did not lose a game in January. Um, they won every single game in January, and they didn't gain a point on Vancouver. That's that's insane. Obviously, they played two fewer games, but like that is insane. <laughs> I, um, yeah. I, I mean, I remember we talked about this at the beginning of January, and someone in the chat put like uh, Oilers most points in January um, as a as like a bet. And I didn't hadn't noticed that market. I looked at it. I got uh, I played it, and um, I'm, it's going to be uh, you know um, dead heat rules apply here because Vancouver put up just as many points. So like to yeah to to go on the winning streak that they have and still not gain any ground, it is really hard to see the Oilers actually catching the Canucks for this uh, Pacific round. Yeah, 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 uh, and, right. and I think the other thing with sorry, one more thing with this, like I yeah, think the only thing with. With the Jack Adams, right, is it's voted on by all the broadcasters. It's not voted on by all the writers that kind of cover all these teams. It's voted on by broadcasters who love themselves a narrative. So I think if the Oilers yeah. kind of make that run, like we and we kind of talk about like being anti-narrative, you like look at the stats, look to see who's the best, think about who's the most deserving. Like broadcasters that vote on this, they love themselves a narrative. But I don't know that the narrative, though. They have to win the division. Though? I think they have to win the division. Or yeah, if they don't win the division, I don't think this is a conversation. because it's. And I think even sure. if it ends up like, even if they finish like 
point. Like, and if they, they might have to finish top of the West, to be honest. Yeah. Like, um, but, I know I most know. people don't care, but me and Jordan do. So, man, this was tough. The, the Oilers. I also had this bet. tied on points. Yeah, they were tied on points, and um, and it was like then the Oilers took care of business. They won their game earlier. It was like, all right, hopefully, like we can get Vancouver to stumble. Um, Columbus goes up four one, and next five five four loss in overtime i was like oh you gotta be fucking kidding me so yeah i don't think there's any stop in the canucks right now this is just this just feels like destiny i'm gonna have to change my cup pick for the rest of this segment <laughs> um all right now we got two more awards here uh first and foremost let's go with the rocket richard trophy who walks away with the most goals in the nhl this season uh moretta will go to you first uh can i uh decline to answer no, you this don't one. get to pass no nope. it's not going to be kirby doc so you can't say him all right i'll i'll, uh, I'll say sam reinhardt then just to uh just to avoid oh, uh, you fuck. to avoid. <laughs> you fucker. sammy reinhardt baby let's go i think matthews uh maybe matthews has a little wrist injury down the stretch misses a couple of weeks and opens the door for reinhardt and you guys call I won't me do it. i won't do range. it i won't do it you guys call me biased with the rangers at times it's austin matthews let's be real yeah, it's Austin Matthews. He's going to score over 70 goals this year. It's Austin Matthews. 40 before the All-Star break, guys. You've got to appreciate that. That's pretty incredible. 40 before the All-Star break. It is. Uh, it is all right. Final award we'll get to here, the Calder Trophy. There's kind of some debate recently that I've been seeing online about what might happen here. We saw some people sending some predictions yesterday into the show that we looked into the crystal ball for. Um Albert, who do you have winning the Calder this year? Yeah, I think this is the one that's honestly the most interesting to think about. I think it's going to end up being Bedard, but it's just, it's really tough to kind of think about like how much does this injury matter? How much does what Brock Faber's done matter? Like if the Flyers do end up going on a run, like Sam Harrison's going to start most of the games for them down the stretch. Like, does, is he live? Like, in the end, they want to give it to Bedard so badly. We all know it that I'm going to say Bedard. Moretto? Um, yeah, I think it's going to be Bedard. Uh, every every like time you see some news about it, um, it says the timeline is about where it was when it first happened, uh, six to eight weeks. And um, I mean, there was a tweet from uh, from the Chicago Beat reporter the other day, the Lazarus. Um, who said that like Bedard's around every day asking when he can play um, timeline still remains the same, but like, I think he's going to be back uh, with enough time to still cement his place at, on the, uh, at the top of this Calder. I, everyone wants to give it to him. That's the thing. Like people are dying to give it to Bedard, right? Um, something, yeah. you know, Faber would have to do something pretty remarkable to, to overtake him. Like they want uh, that to yeah. be part of his legacy going forward. Is like that he won the call to that first year. Like they, they so badly want that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I do agree with that. I think that that's the case as well. For me, I was looking at Faber just to, if it was going to be more of a, are there going to be complications? Is he going to be out longer than what we're seeing? But I can't see that being the case. I think he's going to come back. So uh yeah i'm i'm there with you guys as well that'll do it for the awards sorry so um, one more quick quickly charles wait yeah. charles in the uh, charles in the chat no love for matthew nice um unfortunately he has spent uh, more than half the season playing with matthews and marner and still has put up less points than your Slavkovsky. so i just don't think you can quite uh justify giving it to him that's all matt go ahead with what you wanted to say i was gonna got me off track i was gonna say like 
Bernard's not going to be back for a few weeks. We've started to see that price dip on him. At what point do we think about playing Bernard when the Calder are here? And I know uh, you're right. If, if it dips maybe to like, I'm, you, you basically but, have to wait till like, you have to stay on top of news because the second 30? he's about to come back and it's announced like Bedard to be back on Thursday, yeah. Bedard to play this weekend, like the price will be kind of gone again. So you have to wait before yeah. that and you have to buy like maybe like keep following, like maybe once you start skating again, like something that's a bit more under the radar that suggests like, okay, he's going to be back soon. Um, and the price, you know, that'll probably be when the price is at its lowest if you want to buy them. Yeah. What if Faber has a three-year game? And, what? If Faber... <laughs> I was gonna say. I said when Faber has a three goal game, you come in. That's what you real. Realistically, I think something like that's kind of what you're gonna need to get that price much lower. Like I think it's dipped basically about as low as you'll get it. I mean, maybe it'll get down to like minus one fifty or something. But like, unless Faber just comes out super hot, I I don't know how much lower it gets. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. You can find. Sorry, this is. Admittedly, I'm not shopping around. I just looked at one place while we're sitting here. No, no, no. That's fair. There was. Uh, I'm also geoblocked for being able to see this in most states. Uh, I'm apologize. It's not great podcasting for those listening, or probably even live stuff for people watching right now. Uh, Calder Trophy. Bedard versus the field. Oh, never mind. I thought I saw a different number than I saw. I was trying to scan through it quickly. It was minus. 168 i thought it said 38 but it was plus 130 on the other side uh never mind yeah never mind i was gonna say like i think we're getting closer to that range but we are not uh all right that'll do it for the awards (laughs) where we're at there um let's go to uh let's go to our uh predictions wild cards uh division winners and then we'll get into some of the playoff stuff here as well We'll start at the bottom. We'll build ourselves up. Albert, first and foremost, who are your two Eastern wildcard teams? Who are the two teams that get in in the Eastern wildcard positions? Yeah, so the first spot I have as Tampa Bay, and the second slot I have as Detroit that I hit on yesterday. I think this is the year they get in. Uh, Moretto, Eastern wildcard? Yeah, wildcard one, I have the Lightning. Wildcard two, I have the Islanders. Okay. Uh, I have the Leafs. I don't think that they mm. get into one of those top three spots. Sorry. I think that they're a pathetic, sad group. And <laughs> I think that they're about, uh, they're a playoff team. That's about it. And then I have the Red Wings, uh, Red Wings here. I feel like they're going to be one of those teams who kind of just make some subtle ads at the deadline, like holds on, um, I don't know. We saw them go through like that stretch where Joey Pucks came on and was bragging about seven, two, and one. Y- you string together a couple of those, you're probably going to be fine. Um, all right, Western wildcard teams. Moretto, go to you first. Um, my wildcard one, I have the Kings. Wildcard two, I have the Preds. Okay, I have the exact same one, so I got nothing to add there. Uh, Albert, what do you got for your Western wildcard? So wildcard one, I also have the Kings, and I have the Seattle Kraken as number two. Okay, let's go to the uh, the teams that you have in each division. 
I, I realized that I sent this over and was not uh, as specific as I probably could have been when Albert replied with his list. Uh, I had the teams to win each of them, but we can oh, go gotcha. through the teams that you have, the three teams that you have in there as well. So let's first and foremost start with your three Atlantic teams. Albert, go ahead. Yeah, so I got Florida winning the division. Um, I have the Bruins two and Leafs three for our ninth Bruins-Leafs matchup in the last 10 years. Okay, great. Perfect. That's what I want to hear. Um, <laughs> <Reto>. <laughs> I, uh, as much as I want the uh, Panthers to come through for our futures, um, man, this, the Bruins are are giving me no reason anymore to believe that uh, it necessarily can. So I have the Bruins first, Panthers second, least third. I have Bruins, Panthers, Lightning, hence why I have the, right. uh, the Leafs in the wild card there. Uh, okay, and then next we have the Metropolitan three teams. Reto? lead us off uh i got the canes winning the division i think the the rangers <laughs> depth down the middle is losing <laughs> losing uh am i gonna butcher the pronunciation here man losing heedle philip heedle there we go yeah losing heedle is uh is Perfect. a massive uh massive blow to them um regular season wise at least i think that uh i think they'll add someone for sure but i think the canes ultimately win the division so canes rangers and then penguins i think the penguins find their way in um on the back of Sidney Crosby, despite Dubis's uh worst efforts this uh this summer to build a team, <laughs> signing Ryan Graves to that horrible contract. Um some rough stuff that he did, but Sidney Crosby, no stranger to carrying his teammates and carrying the organization. So uh, he'll get them in that uh that uh third spot in the metro. Uh, <laughs> Albert <laughs> talk us through your uh metro division and your rangers there. Yeah, the Rangers are back. They're going to win the division, obviously. Um, Kane's number two, and I have the Isles in number three. You got him in the wild card. I got him sneaking into that three spot. Uh, I have Rangers, Canes, and Islanders. That is why I didn't have the Islanders in uh, in the wild card there. I think that they jump up. I think the Flyers fall out. And uh, Moretto, I do not think Sidney Crosby can overcome the worst efforts of Kyle Dubas. I think no matter what happens, <laughs> there's Very nothing you can. Sid the kid. You can. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah, think the most so. noteworthy thing that we all have there is none of us have the devils making the playoffs this year, Yeah, which going into the season yeah. seemed unfathomable. But for me, like, I mean, I don't think Dougie Hamilton is not going to play injuries. again this season. Exactly. Their, yeah. their goal I also wasn't as high. Up. I also wasn't as high on the devils as everyone was. Um, like last year yeah. coming into this year uh i think that obviously like obviously they're not you know like this but injuries have kind of derailed them and it's just i just don't i just don't fully buy into the into that team um losing mcleod um mcleod now hughes uh like hamilton for the season stegenthaler has been out like it's just it's it's a long list long list of guys yeah. without right now and they can't get a save from no anybody they cannot. like is Dawes their best goalie right now like i I think he is um yeah no they're they are a mess like i mean he's gonna come back but i don't know they're starting to lose ground pretty quick um yeah no i don't think yeah. they make it like everything kind of went perfectly for them last year to kind of make that mm -hmm. um run that they did and this year it's kind of just regressing back to earth very quickly yeah like, like timo meyer hasn't been what they want him to be um you know mercer hasn't yeah. quite been as good uh holtz is like coming along but again there's growing pains with these younger guys so so timo Meyer. so the other night they were playing tampa bay and they were without 
like four or five like of their normal forwards or whatever due to injuries and whatnot. And at one point, I think they had like four normal AHLers in their lineup. Someone correct me wrong. And at one point, they bumped Dima Meyer down to the fourth line, playing with two AHL guys because he's yeah. just not he has not been what they wanted this year at all. Uh, there's a question here from Charles. Do you guys think that the Devils would trade to Foley? No, no I don't not, think because I think they're uh, going for it. Yeah, I don't think they're going to punch in the season at any point. Um, they're going to be the the wild cards too open for them to I think care to punt on this. So I I don't think they will. Um, I'm also surprised that they haven't called up Chase Dillman at any point because I think he's a pretty good hockey player and he can bring some feistiness and he can bring a lot of stuff to the lineup. And I don't know, they're giving all these guys a chance. Uh, they have so many injuries and they still haven't called up Chase Dillman, which just feels a little bit weird to me. All right, let's head over to the uh, to the West and go through our teams there in the Pacific and the Central. We'll start with the Pacific. Moreto, why don't you lead us off? Uh, <laughs> hopefully, my, music to so many's ears. What do you got for us? Yes, I the have Pacific? the Canucks. Canucks winning the Pacific. Uh, Oilers finishing yeah. second. Vegas finishing third. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have the same order here as well. Uh, Albert, what do you got? Yeah, this is my hottest take of the day here. Sorry so many if you're watching this. Um, I have the Golden Knights winning the Pacific again this year. Um, I think they're starting to get healthy. I think the break comes at the perfect time for them. They're going to get Eichel back pretty soon after the break. They're going to get Theodore back right after that. They got one of the easiest schedules in the league the rest of the way, it looks like. And the Canucks have one of the toughest. The Canucks will play the Bruins twice, the Avs twice, the Panthers twice, Vegas three times. So in theory, Vegas kind of helps control the destiny a bit there. And three against Winnipeg. So about, what is that, 35 to 40% of their schedule the rest of the way is against those mm -hmm. five teams right there. Um, it, it is a lot of ground to make up, but I, I do think that Vegas eventually gets there. Um, I have the Canucks second falling in right there. I think the Oilers, like, they're, they're not going to win every game the rest of the year, right? Like, they've barely made up any ground the rest of the way. I think when you were talking about them not being able to catch Vancouver, I agree with that. I think the team that has more likely to catch Vancouver is Vegas at this point. Like the, um, sorry, the Oilers are going to go through a stretch where they like win three out of ten or four out of ten. I don't, I don't I, think like, they will. I don't think they'll have. So here, maybe this is a hot take. I don't think they'll have worse. Their worst stretch the rest of the way, their worst ten game stretch will be like a six and four stretch, in my opinion. I'll I think that would be their under, worst ten game stretch over the rest of the way. Okay, yeah. Can you guys make a bet can, on this? Can we, can we make can we make a side bet on this? That any yeah, 10 yeah. We'll we'll stretch? talk about the terms and we'll okay. uh, we'll we'll yeah we'll discuss we'll some sort of punishment or something. Okay, the worst. So let's try to clarify it a little bit. So the worst ten game stretch, Moreto says, six and four, <clears throat> twelve points. I would take under eleven and a half. Okay, twelve points. Yeah, twelve points probably the easier way to do it. Okay, twelve points. Under the worst 12 ten game stretch. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. We'll sort out some terms uh, on the side, and then we'll come back and let everyone know after the All Star break what that is. But I'm uh, not wearing a Bruins right. jersey, so we're not going there. A Bruins jersey. What the fuck are you talking about? You're gonna be wearing, you're gonna be wearing Capo Caco Canadians jerseys. Yeah, he's gonna have a Caco Canadians jersey personalized. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna need you to buy me one at uh, MSG there and send it over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh also the so the one one of the things i look at here the oilers as well five points back of vegas they got five games in hand so yeah like they haven't um 
made up that much, but like there's still room. Like there's room for them uh, in there. Now let's go over to the uh, the Central Division. Albert, we'll start with you. So first, I have Dallas, and I'm going to touch on it more. But I don't know if there's a team that's more under the radar near the top of the standings right now than Dallas. Um, number two, I have Colorado, and number three, I have Winnipeg. Uh, Moreto, I go Abs, Stars, Jets. Uh, yeah, I, I could see Dallas and Winnipeg flip-flopping, but again, I talked about the regression that I see coming from Winnipeg. That doesn't come in the form of a wild card spot. They still stay in there, but I'm seeing Av Stars Jets here as well. So uh there you go. That that'll be our um that'll be our previews of those divisions. Now let's get to the playoffs here. Uh also Jordan saying loser has to be a Leafs fan for no, a week. No, no. You can't fit you can't fake the I'm Leafs, down. Bro. How are you supposed to do that? What are you supposed to do? I just like no, you go to a Leafs are... game together. You wear face paint. You have the dart in your mouth, the jersey you know, on. A lo- the dart I, 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 heard this, <laughs> I heard a rumor that Moretto may be at a Leafs game in early March in a Marner jersey. Yeah, oh, God. Uh... Yeah, right. I wouldn't even want you to wear that. I wouldn't want to walk around with you wearing that. <laughs> That's why he's got to do it. All right, uh, let's go predictions here for the playoffs. We'll close this out. Uh, first and foremost... Let's go through our uh, Western Conference Finals matchup. Albert, who do you have facing off in the Western Conference Finals? Yeah, so I have Dallas getting out of that side. Um, I have them beating Colorado. And then I have the Oilers avenging the Vegas Golden Knights in the second round. So Oilers okay. and Stars. Uh, Moretto? Yeah, this might be my um, hottest take or whatever, but uh, I think that we talked about I talked about the Kings first wild card. Um, I think they go into that uh bracket with the Avs, Stars, and Jets. Um, and honestly, they are built for the playoffs. I think that they'll eventually get this figured out, turned around, whether that's with or without McClellan. Um, and I think that they end up losing in the conference finals to the Oilers, but I do think they uh I do think this is still a a very great hockey team that we're kind of sleeping on a bit. I think uh, so I have them yeah, that depth down the middle. Um, I have them coming out of that bracket because they would obviously flip flop, uh, being the first wild card, saying say like the Canucks win the West um, and get the second wild card. Uh, so yeah, uh, Oilers over Kings in the conference finals. All right, uh, I I got confused myself when I was looking at the playoff stuff again and how it works and how they flip flop. Was trying to go through them, but uh, I've got the Avalanche and the Golden Knights in the Western Conference Finals. Think it would be able to work out that way? I don't know. There's just something about Vegas and how they play as a whole. The fact that they're still able to continue to get points here. You're dealing with some injuries and like you're gonna get these guys back at full health. Plus, you imagine that they're just going to go in on the trade deadline and go and pick up whatever big name that they possibly can that's out there to improve this team. I, I don't see them stopping. I don't see them getting worse. I see that them improving. And then on the flip uh, flip side, what McKinnon is doing this season, it feels like this guy is at the point yet again where he is just pissed off. Like He skates like Isaiah Pacheco runs. He hates the ice. <laughs> he, he looks angry every time he's out there. I, I don't know. Like I... I I feel like this is this guy is on a on a mission this year, and I think the the Avs continue to add. I think that this is the year uh, we see him 
kind of say, you know what, let's get on my back again, like they did it last time that they went through and won the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. Eastern Conference, let's go to the Eastern Conference Finals on that side. Moretto, we'll start with you. Who do you have in the Eastern Conference Finals here? <clears throat> Panthers over the Rangers. Okay. Wow, that's very boring because I have the exact same thing. <laughs> Um, I have, I have the Bruins and the Rangers in the, uh, in the Eastern conference finals. Why do you hate beating, Bruins beating Rangers or uh, do you hate Rangers? me? You want I mean, to put Albert like... to a great, I love it. <laughs> Bruins God, over like... Rangers. Woo! No, <laughs> like no. rooting for the Leafs to win the cup over. I don't even know who Moreto hates as much. No, I've got, I've got the Rangers Senators. in the Stanley cup finals. I've got the Rangers in there. They beat the I would Bruins be drunk for, for you, Albert. <laughs> We're not going to see Albert on a single preview show. No matter that what, no be... matter what, whether they win or lose, either way, he'll be done for the season. If the Rangers beat month. the Bruins to go to the Stanley Cup final, I'd be doing like cartwheels down Seventh Avenue naked or something. Honestly, like that—that that would be. I wouldn't even care so about the final at that. Yeah, like that would be like winning the Stanley Cup. Like that'd be like okay, this it doesn't get. That's a participation that's trophy, ass. Come yeah, on, that's not that's not quite true. But You're like the Leafs uh, winning the first round. The fuck are we you know talking what? about? It'd be like it'd be like Moretto after the Canadians beat the Leafs in the playoff in the bubble year. It'd be like, Everybody okay, do you really this. care about that next round? <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. So hold on. So Albert, your cup finals, who who do you have going head to head? Uh Dallas and Florida. Okay. And Moreto, you've got Florida and, as well. <laughs> I've got the Oilers. I've got the Oilers winning the cup this year. I um I got the Oilers beating the Panthers in the final. Uh okay. Her, yeah okay okay i've got the avalanche beating the rangers in the final so i have i've got a different look on this than you guys do there but uh at least you got to the finals in mine albert i don't know what to tell you you got there so yeah i you know what we beat the bruins yeah that would suck but i'd uh it could certainly be worse um and then i have dallas beating florida in the final i'd love to see a final here that'd be great all right. Well, there you go. Those are our predictions. I'm going to have all of these saved and banked for everything going forward. That's I'm kind sure of you why we needed to do this oh, and yeah. to ex- extend this one out so that we have all these clips of all three of us that we can use as the season goes on. If you did enjoy the show here today, please make sure to hit that like button, subscribe here to the channel. We do appreciate all the support, everyone who's followed us on the BetSamp app, everyone who's subscribed here on the YouTube channel, continue to add more subscribers, but we're trying to get to that 5,000 mark next. So please hit that subscribe button, continuing to add more stuff, watch alongs, videos, and things like that. That'll pop up and break all down all the news that's coming out around all teams around the NHL. As for today's picks, today's best bets, if you came late, you missed them. Here you go. We have two for tonight. First and foremost, we took the Ottawa Senators money line plus 109. Hopefully you were listening earlier because that thing is now down on pinnacle to minus 101. Full unit there though. The Sens money line plus 109. And then in the other game, we're taking the San Jose Sharks and Anaheim Ducks over six minus 106 for a full unit as well. Those are our plays for tonight's games. Uh, If you did enjoy the show here today, hit that like button, subscribe. We will not be here tomorrow that would be the thursday or the friday for the all-star break 
uh, you know, we need to take our own break here, refresh and continue strong through the remainder. The only worry for me, boys, is I feel like we're kind of like the Edmonton Oilers right now. 16 game heater. We're going into the break strong. Now we're going to be taking this time off. Can we continue when we come back? Can we pick things up on the Monday show following the all-star break? You'll have to tune in to find out. Thanks everyone for watching the show here today. Enjoy the games tonight. Enjoy the weekend, the all-star festivities. Good luck in your bets.